Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylette. And we're happy to have you back this Yay! week. Joining us in our podcast that is about romance novels, mostly paranormal. Mostly. Thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Welcome again for all, all, all of yeah. everything. Yeah, sorry, my heater just like kicked on. And <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get this thing right. I cannot wait until the library opens again. They are opening, but I don't think they're opening the studios. Oh. Next week, four libraries are opening, and ours is one of the branches, but it's only like 10 to 2, Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, but I I mean, I didn't look. It, It kind of, they're just trying it out. For, it makes sense not to open. Yeah, but my guess is that they wouldn't open something like the studios. Right. They should. I mean, they shouldn't as much as no. we want. So I it. think they're just gonna let people like come in and get books and maybe use the computers. Yeah. It, yeah. No, because that's something that has been missing for a lot of people. That's where they went for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They went there, and now it was gone. It closed down. Yep. For a year. <laughs> so, but no, I'll be happy when they open the studio part again. Yeah. I just think that's probably the best thing, especially because I think I'm still going to get a she shed, but it's likely that I won't get it as soon as I want it. And it's not going to be temperature controlled, so I actually won't be able to do much in there. Like, I can't keep any of our equipment in there because it's not, it's just going to get ruined. Yeah. All of my craft stuff. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) So how are you? I am fine. Did you get over your sickness? Yes, did. I did. And then I took some time off, and that was good, and Mm -hmm. I slept for like a week, which I desperately needed, and then I went back to work, and yeah, so I'm fine. It's okay. You know, it's month, what, people keep saying it's like month 13 of March 2020. It is. Like, that's where we're at. Yep. You know. It's it's looking up, though. It's getting better. It is. It is. Still haven't gotten vaccinated. Really hoping that that happens this weekend or next week, maybe. I'm hoping someone <laughs> gets me on some list. <laughs> well, by the I'm time like, this episode comes out, hopefully we'll both be inoculated. Oh, God. If I haven't, by the time this comes oh. out, I'll be pissed as hell. I mean, at least for you. I am in the very last phase, which is no. fine. Yeah, I'm in the Are very- you? I'm oh, in okay. phase two. I'm in the very no, last the la- phase. No, there's, phase three is the last phase. Oh, there's a phase three? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, phase three is just like everybody else. Oh, well then I, <laughs> I'm in phase two. <laughs> it's cool because if you call like that Kaiser number that I shared with you a couple weeks ago, your number, like our numbers, mine and Dan's has gone up. In, so in is mine. But good. then um, a coworker who is also on Kaiser and whose number was way the fuck farther than mine got called by Kaiser last week and went in and got her first shot. Really? She's in the same phase as me and her number was probably 6,000 behind Holy mine. shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how Kaiser's fucking doing it. They're just, they gave you numbers and then they're just randomly pulling the number. Like, is, is that just the number that's in a hat? Is it not a, li- <laughs> is it not a line? <laughs> Kaiser, what the fuck are you doing? That's like, I crazy. thought it was a line, but now I think it might be a raffle number. <laughs> oh my God, it might be. It does sound more like a raffle number. That's insane. I'm hoping that Dan gets his call real yeah. soon. Because it's supposed to start for you guys tomorrow. Yeah. In our, in our time. In, as, our, in our recording time. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know. By the time this comes out, it won't be. But no. yeah, obviously, hopefully yeah. it will be and done Yeah, and so already. I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean they called you? 
Wow. Maybe they had some extras or something. I don't know. It does seem like a, just a random raffle. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, okay. I'm taking my mom to go get her first one tomorrow. Oh, cool. So my that's get, really cool. My parents get their second one on Saturday. Yay. So they'll be done. Yep. Good. I'll feel good about that. I have a question for you. my mom. Yeah. It's not a quickie yet. Okay. <laughs> Do you, so Dan and I have been having a really in-depth conversation about this and I actually have this conversation almost daily with my team at, at work. Do you have a preference of which shot you want? Nope. Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson Johnson? Any of them. Can I have all three? Would you mix them in a cocktail <laughs> and shoot it in me? Because there's but always no. been, sorry, there's like some, you know, controversy about the effectiveness or the, yeah, the I think rate that's of just Johnson Johnson. Non-science people not understanding science. Yeah. That's really what I get that. Yeah. You know, it's still like 98% prevent, like 98% of the people did not get seriously ill or hospitalized. Mm-hmm. So isn't that the thing? That's what I, I mean, don't want. I don't want to get seriously ill or right. hospitalized. So give me the thing that prevents that. There was an article in the the New York Times just a few days ago about the efficacy of the Johnson & Johnson ones. And the doctors that were on that article were like, yeah, absolutely. I would take it. If it was offered to me, I would take it. If it was my only choice, I wouldn't refuse it. Because I know I've talked with a couple of people where they're like, no, I only want Pfizer or Moderna. I don't want Johnson yeah. & Johnson. And I'm just like, I don't really know. The thing about the Johnson & Johnson is that it, it's already being tested with all of the new the variants. variances and stuff. So Yeah, that... it came around later. So it was being tested in a different environment, which I mm-hmm. think matters. The efficacy of the first two were tested in an early environment when there weren't the variants. So you don't mm-hmm. know. Two, all of them are still really effective. Yeah, all of them Three, are still really effective. the Johnson & Johnson is just one shot yeah and it doesn't have to be refrigerated to like negative 500 degrees or whatever stupid temp the other two have to be at Mm -hmm. so it's going to be so much easier for rural communities to receive or places where it's just that much harder to get something that cold out there and stay safe and also it has a longer healthy shelf life so it's just i'm fine with it fine give me that give me whatever you got i'll take any (laughs) shot you know i honestly love the idea of one shot over two i have notoriously not gone back for second shots of other oh no (laughs) hepatitis and yes yes (laughs) like um the hpv shot that they Mm -hmm. give you for um cervical cancer or whatever uh human papilloma virus Mm -hmm. that's a three shot series and i think it maybe took me like six years to get all i don't you know what i don't know if i've ever gotten that shot we were a little too old okay technically we were out of the age range but my doctor was like you're just at the limit and i'm gonna suggest you get it anyway (laughs) because the theory is we'd already been sexually active so we probably had already been exposed to it so Uh, it's hard to tell whether it'll be as good to get you know or whether the vaccine could be as efficacious efficacious um (laughs) if you've already been exposed but because they really want to give it to like teenagers right that's that's the Mm -hmm. thing but i was in my like early 20s so she's like let's just start let's just get it you can have it oh well that's cool yeah i thought that was really cool i was like sweet i'll take any vaccine (laughs) for anything so i started it and she's like you gotta come back every i don't know i want to say that one's you yearly but I, it's either yearly or if it's every six months for two years I don't remember but whatever it was I didn't do it <laughs> and so every every time I showed up at Kaiser they're like you need your next shot and I was like okay and so they just give me whatever I need when I'm there oh that's so funny and then they're like come back in six months and I'm like, and like we'll see <laughs> So oh. now 
I won't do that with the <laughs> no with this one you because cannot. if I end up with the Moderna or the Pfizer that has to have the second shot, I will be on the list to get the second one as soon as I can. Yeah, I, this is much more serious than just you know hepatitis B. <laughs> <laughs> Way more serious. Way more serious. <laughs> this is a pandemic, guys. It's it's important. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I kind of feel know. like I want the shot, obviously, and I want it to get it done with. And I don't have a preference either, although I really am enticed by the one shot and not having to go in for the second shot mm-hmm. idea. But I also think that because of the phase that I'm going to be in, I almost have the advantage because at least with the Johnson and Johnson shots, it's it's included with all the variances. It's been not all of the variances, yeah. but, you know, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more updated in a sense. Well, and it's the one that they are looking at having the quickest boosters out for. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I don't care. Again, just yeah. mix them all together. I'll take all <laughs> A cocktail. I'll let, I'll let you know if there's any side effects. <laughs> If oh, I grow awesome. grow a tail, we'll we'll I'll let you know. But right? No, I, I'm okay back. with yeah. I did see an article that there's a whole group. I want to say Baptist ministers, but I could be wrong. Something religious, though, that's advocating against the Johnson and Johnson too, because that company makes um, asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, if they were advocating against it for asbestos, I'd be like, eh, okay, whatever. But no, because they make the, um, what's called the abortion pill. The, mm, oh. The pill you can take, yeah. Morning after pill. Not the morning after one. This one is actually an abortificant. So after you're pregnant. Oh. But it's really early days pregnant, like early weeks pregnant. So you can take it instead of getting like a surgical abortion. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. There's a pill. So it's, I don't know the exact timelines on it. It, but there's a sure. certain stages into your pregnancy that that's still, that that works and and so you don't have to do the full invasive procedure that is a, a right. surgical abortion. Oh, okay. um, but they are against Johnson Johnson because they make that pill, so they don't think people should take their shot. And I'm like, oh, so you want more death? <laughs> oh, more dead people is what you're advocating for. <laughs> well done, church. <laughs> it just seems so contradictory of what they're preaching, right? I don't know. I don't, the, that's a whole other I could, yeah, thing. I could get in my soapbox about <laughs> all of them still, like, all of them that are fighting to be open this whole fucking year. Like, it's our religious right to have 5,000 oh. people in church. And I'm like, why do you want your congregants to die? Go to Texas <laughs> like, or Mississippi what? because... Oh, don't, I can't <laughs> those states. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Abbott. Fuck you. Oh, man, this is gonna be... Dan and I mm. went to go have lunch today, and this is the busiest I've seen it in over a year. I was really struggling with the restaurant at, for your dinner on Saturday. Yeah, on Sunday, there were a lot of people there. Because I've been out a couple times, and, but it's been under the super restricted, like, 25 or 50%, you mm-hmm. know, limitations. And I felt better about that. And I'm like, this is fine. I can still I can still do this if, if we're sticking to these rules. But when they fucking went open like that, I was like, yep. oh, I don't feel good in this place. There's too many people and they're all without masks and it's too much. And it's not just like people socializing. It's people eating. So their mouths yeah. are moving more There's than normal. Particles are moving yep. through the air. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Way more (laughs) than normal. I was very disappointed. I didn't realize it had gone to blue and it was in that county that had gone to blue. Yeah. But also, it was a Sunday. Also, it was a Sunday. I was so confused about the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, oh. So now I will, as long as Denver stays in the um, yellow and not blue, I will make sure that if I go out to eat, it's in Denver restaurants and not in Jeffco restaurants. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Jeffco, but fuck that. Mm. Uh, this is no it was nerve-wracking yeah but it was we're not we're not there yet it was delicious it was very good and i do like that restaurant i just was disappointed that they went full bore open yeah oh well well cool I was just interested in that. Yeah. But. No, that's a fascinating one. We haven't talked about that at all at work. Yeah. I think the whole team's just like, whatever, give me a goddamn shot already. <laughs> yeah. And one of one of my teammates has already gotten her first one and she's due to get her second one. And my boss is going to be getting her soon too. And, you know, we're all just waiting in line. Yeah. I want to go with Dan to go get his so that I could be like, oh, I'm here. You <laughs> just, you know. I do think that's one of the pieces that <laughs> has, I, I, I understand the need for the phased rollout and like to try to hit especially vulnerable populations yes. first but i think when something that they missed i think they needed to do households so if you had a senior living with you, that whole household needed to go get them during the senior yeah. phase because that's terrifying. They could still mm-hmm. catch it or they can still pass it to others in the household even with like, it just, it didn't make any sense to me that we have people, cro- houses that are half vaccinated and not like, yeah, they needed to do them in houses, in, in family units, as well as the phases of like need. Right. You know, that would have helped risk. the efficacy rate too. It would have helped efficacy it would have helped prevent you don't want to the one thing that i've heard a lot of the um health people talk about is when you have too many mixed levels of immunity when Mm -hmm. you're mixing immunity levels so you have people without it and people with it that's when variants occur because the virus can learn oh (laughs) i can beat that right? right and and so that's why it's really crucial that we keep vaccinating up to uh, you know, I don't know, 80% or whatever the, the goal is. I mean, obviously 100, but you're never going to get 100. Right. People can't get, there's certain ones, people who cannot get vaccinated. Yeah. But you have to get as high as you can, as fast as you can, because the longer you have mixed immunity levels, that's when the virus has the chance to learn and change and, and it can beat the vaccines then. Yeah, if, okay. it, if it mutates in a way that beats a vaccine, then you're fucked. Okay. And so that's why the households being mixed seems extra dangerous. It does. And I'm like, why didn't we send whole households to get vaccines yeah at a time so then at least people aren't living with different immunity levels yeah i'm totally gonna try to piggyback on that when he gets called and i'll be like hey i'm gonna just go with you and be support and just stick my arm out the window too so like yep i'm in it too (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean that's cutting in line but also like it's not i mean like i said it's because there's a phase after this phase, and then it's my phase. Well, they added four. I still can't fucking believe they, they did that. They just added four. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, so it, it always was. It started off as 1A and 1B, and then 2 and 3. And then we went 1A, 1B, 1, 1B, 2. And then they went, oh, no, we need a 1B, 3. <laughs> and then last week, they were like, hey, 1B, 4. <laughs> So they just keep adding things to B yeah, to 1B. And, B, and yep. I'm like, stop fucking around. Just make that two. Right. <laughs> just yeah. go to two. It, I mean, it is. By the time they actually get to three, there won't be anyone in three. They will have moved everybody out of three into one of the other phases. <laughs> I know. Like, it's Jesus. 
it's crazy how the priorities are being set. But I mean, it's also hard work. So I, it, I it's could not an it. easy thing to decide. Yeah, you know? definitely. I get that. I can I can see how difficult that is. But yeah, no, whatever. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, you should listen I know... to me because I am a <laughs> an expert scientist. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Dr. Kalina, it's God, great it. to have you back on the show. I just like <laughs> I just read just enough to be a problem. You and know think what? I though? know what I'm talking about. I think I mean I don't think enough people do. That so. actually is very true. More you know? people need to read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, nobody who listens to this podcast because <laughs> right, this is a podcast for readers. Everyone it, here should be reading. Oh, uh, all the things all the time. What we're doing? It's what we do. Let's do a, just a quick update of our lifestyle things because we have promised that we were do that okay mine is super quick i'm still doing what i'm doing i am eating more vegetables and stuff so i mean it was pretty much the same thing i did really good last month and so i've cut my goal in half for this month so i don't have to be so stressed out so just working towards that i'm feeling good i had a pretty shitty february because i had strep (laughs) Mm -hmm. so during that phase i didn't eat for mostly i didn't eat much at all because i couldn't swallow right um so whatever i felt like swallowing which was popsicles (laughs) is what i ate and i was like i don't care if popsicles aren't technically in my new food plan fuck you it's what i can swallow Uh, (laughs) popsicles and vitamin water (laughs) and like gatorade that's all so i've got a bunch of sugar and a bunch of electrolytes in (laughs) that's about it um so i wasn't very successful that for february because then after so i had the week of being sick and then the following week i tried to go back to work because i needed to i had a lot of shit to do and i didn't shop or do anything so we ate shitty that week and then i had a week off and i did much better on my week off but i wasn't perfect by any means because also like having a, a routine is really important for me and when i don't have my routine i kind of fall away yeah so it wasn't my best month luckily it's short and it's over yeah <laughs> so we'll move on um, I did take my final birth control pill ever on Saturday, at least what I think will be my finest w- final one ever, I guess. Wow. Um, so the balance supplements that I've been taking for the past two months have really worked, I think. They've really changed the way I feel. Oh, great. So I'm hoping that they're going to help me power through. I imagine this upcoming month could be a little bit crazy because I haven't been off birth control in almost 20 years. <laughs> So. Yeah, I know you're you're gonna have to your body is gonna have to adjust a little. We don't know what's gonna happen. Um we shall see. I'm um, having a period right now and well a fake one because the ones that you have on the birth control pills aren't real ones. Um so then once that over, I think we'll see what my body decides to do once I stop forcing it to think it's pregnant for right. 20 years. Because that's what it... Do you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know... I mean, obviously it makes sense, but I didn't know that's what it did. I just knew it stopped you from ovulating. To me, that's... You know, it just would stop you from ovulating. But right. logically, what it actually does is it tricks your body into thinking it's early days pregnant the whole time you're on the pill. It's so And weird. that's how it... That's why it won't ovulate because it's like, no, we're already cool. We got a, we got a we, baby. We got... <laughs> A bun in the oven. Stop. We're fine. Yeah. You don't no need new, to release anything. No new pills. No, no new. No new eggs. And I'm like, my body thought it was pregnant for 20 years. 20 oh, years. Body. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks for oh, you. That does. That does suck. So we'll see what it decides to do now that I've taken that away from it. <laughs> it might not like it. It we'll may see. not. We'll be see. Like, but I'm yeah. hoping, yeah, that 
the schedule, you know, the food plan and like eating for the different phases really does make me feel better and like the supplements. So as long as I stick to that, I think I'll survive it and be cool. Yeah, (laughs) I think it'll help me get back on track really fast. So and the changes, the lifestyle part of it, the changes that we're making of it. I mean, just the meals alone is incredible. And like being so conscious about what you put into your body is never mm-hmm. anything I've ever done before, ever. So like yeah. we, we, like I said, we went to go out to eat today. We went to Mad Greens and I got a salad without the croutons, which mm. is a sad thing. But that I cut mean, down so many carbs and so many things that you, you know, I kept the yeah. pumpkin seeds because I just love it. But if I'm going to choose between the two, it's got to be. Well, and that's just where you are in your plan right now. But eventually, I mean, seeds are really healthy. Yes. <laughs> Sources. They are usually higher fat and car- or, uh, calories, mm-hmm. but they're also very healthy. They have like, you know, antioxidants and, and, well, and they have a lot of micronutrients that are super, super helpful. So mm-hmm. I know you're cutting them for calorie counts but eventually you're going to be like seeds are usually a good thing to eat yeah i mean you know the first couple of months here the goal is to try to get the weight off but it's also incorporating a new a new way of eating a better way of eating a more mm-hmm. conscious way so yeah. it's feeling good yes it's feeling super good it, it, there's um what's it intentional eating yep. is the phrase because too often we just eat because we're supposed to like we have to i mean you have to take in calories to live <laughs> it's yeah. just the yes. it's the, it's the rule. <laughs> But we don't do it with intention. We do it with like, oh, what's around? What's the fastest thing? What's convenient to me? What's just going to get this like Mm -hmm. feeling of hunger gone? What's going to allow me to power through my day without like without consciously thinking about what I'm doing to my body? Yeah. So and that I think is partly, well, not partly. That's a big problem. That's what I always struggle with. And when I don't eat like this, when I'm not on a plan, like a conscious plan, where I'm thinking about it all the time, I will go most of the day without eating. And that's also like... That's also not good. That's also not a good thing to do. It's not. It's it's a terrible thing. I, It it causes sugar crashes and sugar, like just spikes Mm -hmm. in your blood sugar, which is hard on your organs. That's another thing I'm learning about is how all of this is interconnected with your organs and you're going to fuck up all your organs. Don't Don't fuck up the organs. No. If you don't treat them well. So... Like I'm trying to do an endocrine system like cleanse basically because I've probably yeah. had it fucked up for 20 years. So we're fixing that. We got to fix a lot of shit. shit we got to fix a lot of shit. Yeah, so. absolutely. So yeah, you know, February wasn't a great month, but we didn't completely fall apart, which was the goal. You didn't. And we didn't give up. Nope. February is a hard month for us too because we have a lot of things to celebrate in February. Mm-hmm. Between our birthdays, Valentine days, and uh, our anniversary, which is big for us. So, you know, that's a lot for us to do. But I think it's great that you brought up intentional because that's actually our mantra. That's something that Dan and I are practicing every day is being intentional about not just food, but about everything we do. All the decisions mm-hmm. we make and how how we want to raise the boys and what we're going to do with our real estate and all of that stuff. So everything is just, I mean, being intentional is important. And that's a big word for people to learn and to practice. It so. is. It is. Because too often, yeah, it's just too easy to make decisions based on like what's easy or convenient. And those it's, aren't, that's not an intention. That's not going to serve you in the long run. And the biggest thing I think 
for this time, this society is instant gratification, right? Yeah. Everybody wants it right away. Well, it's not going to fucking happen right away. You have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Cool. Damn. I just, I mean, I realize that uh, this year <laughs> we're going to have a lot of editing to do in the beginning of the episode, <laughs> but we did forewarn everybody about it. So let's do a quickie and then let's get into the book. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes. Cool. So before we get into a book, I want to ask you if you could take a portal to any time and place, either in the future, in the past, five minutes ago, two minutes from now, where would you go and why? (laughs) I'm tempted to go to the future because right now in particular, this past couple of years have felt like we were on the precipice of we have a short window to actually turn shit around environmentally, socially, Mm -hmm. and start making positive changes that will create a good future. And if we don't, I really worry that there isn't much. Oh, yeah. So I feel like because I'm living with that strong anxiety about is there even a future for people and humanity and Mm -hmm. (laughs) society? I would like to go far enough, like past my natural lifespan to see, did we fix it? <laughs> are we Are yeah. we going to have, are we in time? <laughs> did we make the choices correctly uh-huh. to save the world <laughs> and all of humanity? Or do I land in just a burning ball of shit? <laughs> <laughs> right. But that sounds really depressing and sad. So instead, I will go back in time. <laughs> To ancient Greece. No, I don't really want to. I, there's no he- there's no past I want to visit. I love studying them and reading about them, but I just don't want to go live in any of that. I yeah, don't yeah. Want to, I don't want to live it. Especially, honestly, before 2020, I might have said something in the past because you'd want to live through like a big historic moment, right? Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm living through a pandemic and I realized, no, living through historic times sucks and I don't want to live through them anymore. <laughs> so I don't want to go into the past and experience like, you know, one of the great wars or right. uh, you know an assassination or or any of the turbulent historical past i don't want to experience that yeah. all looks terrible and i just reading about it is fine so yeah. i do i think i would go into the future and just just a peek did we do it are we okay or did we <laughs> fail <laughs> we i mean i think we've been pretty lucky in our lifetime we have lived through some really cool historic moments some not cool ones as well but <laughs> If you, I mean, we've had a black president, we've had a frog for a president, and we've had our <laughs> <A> first Cheeto, <laughs> right? A Cheeto, and a first female vice president. Like it's just, yeah, it, that's incredible, all on its own. So that's that's really cool. I think I would, I'm being totally generic here, I would go back to, I don't know, the week or a couple of days before the last Powerball. Oh. Um, or what <laughs> the the real big one. Yeah, what is it's not the Powerball, it's the Mega Millions. Yeah, the Mega Millions. I don't even know what it's called. The Mega Millions. And I jot down that fucking number. <laughs> And that's what I would fucking do. Especially the one that was like a billion dollars. That one. That one. Because you know what I want to do? I, my dream, like, I think I'm taking a funding class right now, or it's actually, it's a a grant writing class, which I find really fascinating. 
I want to be a philanthropist. I want to give and I, I don't have enough right now to give. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So not, not not just volunteer time, but I want to be able to give money to people to actually do something good. Because, I mean, you and I are in nonprofits, so we yeah. know that watching sector. Watching Bezos' wife give away I know. <laughs> all that fucking money has been like the greatest thing of the past year. Yes. Like yes. just fucking check after check. Mm-hmm. Like here's $12 million. And you're like, thank you. Yes. That's fucking great. She's so awesome. And I and it also highlights how shitty every billionaire in this world is. It really is. I mean, because they're makes shitty. Thousands of dollars every second of his second. life. Second. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that fuck shouldn't them. even be a thing. They all grew their wealth by like some trillion dollars since the pandemic alone. Yep. Meanwhile, most other people have gone into, you know, debt or have gone in the rears on their bills. They're, yeah, they're more Rent. mortgage rent yep. car shit is like dire and these people just made fucking money during it's just it. insane and i know it's grotesque just... and there should not be billionaires it's just it's uh, it's such a uh... we are getting close to the eat the rich of you know france in the <laughs> 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 and during the revolution, if they aren't careful, there's going to be a guillotine again. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's what I would travel back to that. And that's a good one. We would. I mean, yeah, I would also do that. That's good. I Yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah, let's I'll share it with you. Let's go get a billion dollars. You go visit ancient Greece, come back, and then I For will no have reason. a billion dollars or a couple of, bi- I don't even know how much. And then we're going to do this shit full time and we'll have our little coffee shop and do nothing all fucking day. <laughs> what we will do and just write checks to people just write checks to people yes absolutely that's what we'll do it's awesome okay (laughs) let's do it (laughs) awesome okay well so for this episode finally yay (laughs) finally we're gonna get to what we're doing here uh we read her viking wolf by theodora taylor narrated by clementine dove and uh you want to do some clits notes for us yeah so real quick we open on wolf springs in colorado yeah, yeah, yeah. What? hey what's up colorado <laughs> So it is a town in the mountains that's all wolf shifters. (laughs) And we meet Chloe and her fiancé, Rafe. He is the prince of Wolf Springs slash wherever the territory of that pack is, the wolf pack is, Mm because his dad's king of that area. And they have been engaged for seven years. They got engaged after her guardian. She was living with a spinster lady from Wolf Springs because she had been abandoned there as a four-year-old by her parents. But after her guardian passed away, I think around her 18th birthday, I want to say or something, he proposed they got engaged. But it is the rule that you cannot get married or have sex with a she-wolf prior to her first heat. Mm -hmm. Now, typically, the wolves go into heat somewhere between 18 and 22. Chloe's now 25 and she hasn't gotten into heat yet. So there's a little bit of tension. Rafe's a little bit antsy for his little, you know, sex capade to start (laughs) with his honey. And, you know, they can't get married. They can't really start their lives until she's in heat. And she is like, yeah, someday it'll happen, right? Anyway, there is a portal outside of town that is a portal through time and space. And periodically wolves come through it from past times. (laughs) Um, usually they are girls, you know, women who have found the true love or the, the mates, faded mate spell. There's a faded <laughs> mate spell that will, if you say it, will transport you through time and space to your faded mate. 
And women apparently are more prone to wanting to find their fated mates, so they do that. But sometimes they throw men through the portal who have broken so many of the wolf rules that they have to just exercise them from the village. <laughs> they have to kick them out, and it's not good enough to just kick them out in their own time. They have to send them flying through space and time mm-hmm. into some future or past realm, and they can be that per- those people's problems. <laughs> You're their problem. We don't want you. <laughs> so, you know, as the prince, it is his duty to go up whenever the portal flashes and see who's come through the portal. So they go up there and they find this giant Viking guy. He's kind of passed out. He has a giant sword. Sword, and then he tries to kill both of them real fast. But luckily, Wraith has a tranquilizer gun and they shoot him and take him back. And he only speaks Old Norse, so there's a lot of communication trouble. He pretty quickly starts exhibiting signs like he's super attracted to Chloe and he's intensely curious and, and interested in her. And the doctor of the town goes, oh, he obviously used the fated mate spell and you're his fated mate. Now, yep. That pisses off Rafe a bit. He's her fiance. And he goes, no, I don't think so. And she's like, I don't feel anything for him. But secretly, she doesn't feel anything for Rafe either. No. <laughs> she doesn't feel anything sexual for anyone. Nope. So she doesn't know what she wants and eventually they get like a translator and he kind of says those things and she's like no i don't you know i don't want anything to do with you you can go away and it happens to be a full moon so the wolves get ready to go into their change um, most of the wolves of the town run wild. They go out into the woods and run around. Chloe doesn't like to. She likes to just stay safe. So she locks herself in a cage in her house. And instead of turning into a wolf, though, dun, 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 she goes into heat. So female wolves in heat do not shift. And if they have a true fated mate, their fated mates also don't shift. So naturally, the Viking is the only man in town who's not in a wolf during this time. And he finds his way to her house because he can smell her heat. And he comes down and she's all like, no, I don't want to have sex with you. And he's like, but we're mates. And she's like, well, they can't talk yet. So there's just a lot of like, <laughs> just staring. Like, no. And, and like body language and, and, uh, and sign language stuff going on. She's saying no while she's like pleasuring herself. <laughs> yeah, she's she's full on trying to get herself up. And she's like, no, not you. Poor thing. Why you? Because um, she wishes Rafe was there, but he's out being a wolf because he's not her fated mate. He's so not. That's why he didn't turn in or that's why he did turn into a wolf and didn't stay there with her. Anyway, naturally, they have sex. It's okay. She's not raped or anything awful like that. She eventually kind of gives in to how good her body, how much her body is like insistent on this. She is full on heating. Yeah. Like this is animal-esque heat. Yes. This is not, hu- this is not human sexuality. Oh, no. This, this is, is totally animal. They, they not. Like dogs. Yes. So. Like dogs. Yes. Yeah. He, yes, he gets, yes, he gets a knot and they stay together for like an hour after sex. So they spend the whole weekend like this on and off having sex in her house. The whole town knows because obviously you can smell it. You can hear it. They're wolves. They know mm-hmm. what's going on. So no one helps them. No one. Usually the town chips in and like leaves food for the couple once they're going through their first mating and stuff like that. But no one does. So she has to keep trying to feed them and in between having ridiculous, crazy sex every couple of hours and then passing out for a couple of hours. <laughs> once they have sex the first time, they can mind speak to each other. And so the they can communicate because it doesn't have to be in the right language. You know, your brain just kind of like tells the other person what they want to know. Yeah, now there's no language barrier. Yeah, so that helps because otherwise this would be awkward as hell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Even more so than it is. 
she tries to explain that she doesn't want to go back to Norway. And he's like, no, but we're going to go back to Norway. And, you know, ancient Norway, too. Not yeah. just current day Norway. He's literally uh, a Viking guy. A Viking. He, we're talking like 12th century or something. Legit. Yeah. So Rafe shows up and he's pissed. He's like, how dare you? I don't want to ever see you again. Get out of my town and my house. Because he also bought the house that she lives in. Um, so she's feeling a little bit sad and then she decides to run away. <laughs> well, she gets pregnant as soon as you conceive, then the heat ends. So she knows that it's over. And so that means she's pregnant and he's all like hot, you know, rate or Fen. We haven't said his name yet. The Viking's name is Fenrir. <laughs> Fenris, Fenris, Fenris. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we do find that out. And he's like, let's go back to my village. And she's like, no. And she runs away. And the sheriff catches her and brings her back. The king's pissed because his son has wasted seven years of his life waiting for her. And now she's made it to someone else. And he's got to start over again. And all this shit is like really dramatic. And it's really sad, actually, because she's like, has no control over anything that just happened to her. Yeah. And a bunch of people are, a bunch of men are mad at her. And I'm like, fuck all of you <laughs> and she's pregnant i'm like this is some bullshit i got some issues with all of this shit and then to top it off fenris shows up and he's like don't worry i have a spell that will separate us as mates and she's like good i hope you understand this isn't really about you it's just not the life i planned for myself he's uh... like no problem bitch read these read these words and then he takes her back in time <laughs> Because the spell transports them back through the portal and he goes he, back home with his He mate. lied. He's he did not the have a spell to s- separate them. So now they're back in, you know, ancient Viking world. <laughs> She's like fucking pissed. She had they yes. have a whole feast, you know, and her his family's all very nice and very welcoming. If she doesn't speak their fucking language though, so she doesn't understand anything that they say. She's like living in a long house, you know. <laughs> Like, shit that you just don't see anymore. No, there's no running water. There's no and, electricity. Yeah, there's, there's a toilet hole or so. what did she say it was? A- <laughs> oh, she had a name for it. I don't remember. She did it. have a name. I forgot what it was. But anyway, you know what I mean. So she's very polite. She's thanks and, and nods and smiles at everybody. But she's very cold and she's not talking to Fenrir anymore. Yeah. She doesn't speak with him in her head at all. She just answers him yes or no. Or, or she she learns the word for thank you. And that's all she'll say in Old Norse. And he's pissed because this isn't what he wants. Yeah. And he wants her to be compliant and docile and do what he says. And she's not doing it. And he doesn't understand. And then he asks his which aunt who told him how to go back in time or, or forward in time for the love spell. He's like, give me a potion to make her be what Love's I want me. her to be. Yeah. It's for, yeah. <laughs> and his aunt's like, mm, no, 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 <laughs> no, dickhead. Fuck you. You're going to have to learn to do what, you That's, know, what she needs. You have uh, to figure this out. A relationship wise. It's, it's called it's, a relationship. Um, so I love so the aunt. eventually she does start embracing the group, but it's not him still. She's still pissed at him. And she said, look, we're done. You know, we're never going to be mates again, mm-hmm. but I will get to know your family and I'll learn the language because obviously I'm fucking stuck here. So what else am I going to do? So she she starts hanging out with the aunt and with the other family members and learning the language and learning how to like take part in the village life and and do her things that she needs to do. And he does take a very unique approach because 
back in her time, she was a YouTuber who had a channel about do it yourself, like all do it yourself. It was called Black Mountain Woman. Mm -hmm. And it was do it yourself, um, like how to make your own butter or build a chair or, you know, store bread or, you know, can jams. So it was all things to do yourself organically, naturally without, you know, all the stuff of modern technology. So she was already kind of made for this world. Yeah. Um, it was already in her, her wheelhouse. So he starts showing her how to do the things that they do around the village. Like he takes her to the blacksmith and he takes her to like the weaver and like where they get all this stuff done and, and the farm and how they make this and how they do that. And she just loves learning. And eventually the more she spends with him, time with him on these little errands, she talks to him and they kind of break the ice and they eventually become a true mating couple. She does open up to him. Yeah, eventually. And they, you know, she teaches him about open communication. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, in my world, you don't get to just dictate shit. You have to listen to your partner because that was what he was doing in the beginning. He was just saying, this is the way things are. And she's like, fuck you. It's yeah. not. So then they start talking and they learn more about each other. And the reason he didn't like faded mates in the beginning is his parents were faded mates and his mom died in childbirth and his dad just like wasted away after that. He didn't really ever be king again. He, mm-hmm. you know, let the kingdom fall to ruin and he, he became alcoholic and just kind of died. He walked out into the snow and died one day because he was so distraught that his mate had perished. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. And that does sound bad. And I agree. I don't like that either. <laughs> Hypothermia is never good. <laughs> I just don't like the idea of one person dying and so then you throw yourself away because of it. That's, oh, you meant that. <laughs> yeah. Also not hypothermia. But all kinds of other stuff. Then we have some fights. They get married. Everything's nice. There's a fight. She almost dies. He sends her into the future to save her life because she's told him how many, like all the improvements for um, childbirth, childbirth in, in our time. So he sends her back here. She has the baby. They both survive. Then they go back in time. It's all fine. Everybody's happy. Wait, they go back Rafe. at the end? Yeah. Oh, I totally missed that. She and the Viking go back. I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> that i yeah. thought she stayed uh no. i thought he stayed oh okay i t- it just no. it must have been just like a couple of lines that i well did you missed. listen to the epilogue i did but okay I so the epilogue was about was about um that the writer the, the writer the traveler who found this village of vikings with a black queen yes and three children okay but that's in the past so he had to that's in the past oh that makes so sense. she had <laughs> so she went back and had more kids oh my and god lived with him and- uh, i just had a stupid moment no that's it's okay. yes okay that, to- that yes. makes sense but yes. they yeah they also i mean they just said they were going back you know i don't think we saw them go back no and of course i need uh, things have to be black and white for me to understand <laughs> so if if i have to make those connecting pieces of course i mm-hmm. always miss them but it makes sense now yes yes yeah okay got it i'm there buddy all right (laughs) so that is the story of chloe and fenris this was a this was good it's just one of those um it's got jealousy it's got sex it's got pregnancy sex which i am all fucking for it does have a lot of that yeah and trials and tribulations yeah all all sorts of stuff high school interracial relationships Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. intercultural intercultural intertime relationships yeah yes We've, we've got a 12th century viking 
white redheaded Viking. Yeah. Marrying a 20th century, 21st century black woman from Colorado mm-hmm. with a YouTube channel. Which I fuck, <laughs> I fucking love that. I don't know why. It's it's because of that connection, right, that we have to a book. So anytime mm-hmm. anybody ever talks about Colorado or something. Oh, I know. Like when Eddie wrote about Estes Park, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's cool. Oh, so. I love it too. It's is, so do, do you know if Theodora's from Um, I don't know, but her series is 50 states. So each one of her book takes place in a state. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so the first one just happened to be for us. This wasn't the first one. Oh. This is like the third book. Did you choose it because of Colorado? No, I choose it because it was on Audible. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I choose choose things. It, It was meant to be. We were faded books with this i think i don't i'm gonna look up now and see if there's <laughs> other ones of hers that's kind of cool i like it i mean in the audio the other ones don't necessarily look like they're paranormal so that's why i chose it because there are th- she has three oh. on she has three audios audiobooks her ruthless ex and his everlasting love but those just look like romances so i picked this one because it's her viking wolf so i was there like you go. done we got wolves wow well, um so i don't know if her other books are paranormal or not i just know that when you look at it on um goodreads mm-hmm. they call it the 50 state series but oh. when you look at this book elsewhere they don't act like it's part of the series so oh. i don't know if the characters ever are tied or if it's just that she wrote a book about each 50 states got it <laughs> so that's cool I, there you go guys <laughs> But yeah, I was super stoked when I was like, oh, this is in Colorado. I know this. I know this place. But I mean, I don't know Wolf Springs, but now that it exists, I have to go find it. Right. (laughs) It doesn't exist. Oh, no. (laughs) But that, I mean, literally was the whole book. And Lena just gave it to you guys if you guys didn't have a chance to read it. It was literally that. Then they have plenty of sex. He bends her backwards, not backwards. (laughs) He bends her over and he takes her from behind all the time. And it's so good. It's real good. It's so good. He's just like against a tree or like they even have angry sex and like. They have hate sex. They yeah. have hate sex during yeah. the heat, during the during heat the phase heat. where they can't really stop because of how much they, you know, the heat is happening. Mm-hmm. So I didn't notice this, but Kalina mentioned that they actually, the two shifters in this book don't actually shift. (laughs) And I thought that at least he did. The craziest part. So in this world, so like I said, I kind of mentioned it when the females go into heat, they don't shift. They are in human form Mm -hmm. and their partners have to stay in human form. Because you're only supposed to have sex and conceive in human form. (laughs) And then they stay in human form throughout the whole pregnancy. Even the mates, even the male mates don't shift again until three months after the baby is born. Yeah. they Both partners, both mates stay human for the whole pregnancy plus three months. So since he showed up on the day she went into heat, no one need. And then we got the rest of their story. 
until she was throughout her pregnancy, they never shifted. His yeah. whole family kept shifting back in Norway. We got the one night of the town shifting, but for a wolf story, we didn't get a lot of wolf. <laughs> no, I mean, when when he sent her back through the portal when she was having an early labor, yeah. she was almost attacked by the king and queen of Colorado County, Wolf Creek. I don't know. Is that what it's called? Wolf Creek? <laughs> I forget. Wolf Springs. Wolf Springs. Wolf Springs. Because there's hot springs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we get those wolves, but never with the two. But that makes sense if they're going to have to stay in human form to fuck, which <laughs> I appreciate. I do, actually. I don't want to see wolves fucking. <laughs> That's not what I'm in this for. Um, I, do, I have a quick update just because I think it's fascinating. So she has the 50 states books it looks like maybe some of the the other ones mostly look like contemporary romance but there's three or maybe more that are also wolves that are belong to this stuff so like she does a wyoming wolf and punishment wolf and prejudice for alaska wolf and soul for oklahoma and those are part of this story because in the pro or in the epilogue we got the next three would be these i just didn't know they were also part of the state story so it looks like the state thing kind of is just continues oh and then there's michigan her viking wolf okay and that looks like two oh that looks like a thruple so the states where there are uh wolves (laughs) conveniently enough yes (laughs) yes yep makes sense that's smart that's smart well done wait Mm -hmm. are there wolves in oklahoma i I, actually i was just gonna ask if that was maybe one of the states that didn't so much but i don't know i mean it's i would assume so possibly we don't know we don't don't know these things but so that's interesting so like she she had a thing where she was writing a book for each state and then sometimes they tie in together but sometimes they're completely different genres nice so that's fascinating that is an interesting way to to set up your stuff yeah fascinating so anyway so if you guys read this and you like this you can stay with this world just jump to those other books but they're not all vikings some of them are present day wolves yeah i think then we might would get um Rafe's story maybe i hope so because Rafe really he was in a tough situation where i mean i do think that he really did love her and he was in love with her but you know the whole faded thing kind of fucks things up for people and it fucked it up for him i mean I, as soon as she as soon as uh Fenris showed up she went into heat yeah the second yeah well a the, couple hours a couple hours yeah, yeah. I agree. I do think, like, trying to keep in mind that he's also young, so he's Mm -hmm. same age, around 25. And I could see how he would mistake it in his teens, but I think that the older he gets, he should have started to see the signs. Like, I... I don't want to, like, I feel like Chloe was putting it all off on, like, this heat. Like, well, eventually when I go into heat, I'll want to have sex with him. I'll like yeah. him. I'll want him to kiss me when I'm in heat. But I don't think that is fair. Like, she needed to be educated that that's not reality. You know, if you do not want to kiss your fiancé. Maybe you guys shouldn't be that's a big. That's a big red flag. Yeah. If when he tries to touch you and get intimate with you, you freeze up and write Eat. recipes for your show just to get through the time that he's gonna make out with you that's bad i mean she at one point she was like well i i'll i'll be able to just lie there when he you know when it's time and i'll just get through it and i'm like no no that's no that's not relationships work and there's so like it's as close-knit as this community was explained to be nobody was there to explain that to her or at least tell her or you know like be honest with her and let her be honest with him 
and say yeah. that it's okay and just say, look, I love you, but like a brother or like a best friend, but we are not meant to be. She And she did love him like a friend. And yeah. part of her issues was she was abandoned as a child at yeah. four and she spent the first couple of weeks living with him and his family and they were so open and warm and gracious to her and she fell in love with them as a family. And then even when she moved over and was taken care of by her guardian, the town mm-hmm. spinster lady, she still was in school with Rafe and they went over for like weekly dinners at his house and she was part of his family the whole time and she loved his parents they were warm and kind and they didn't abandon their child like hers did she was old enough when she was abandoned she understood you know yeah it wasn't an infant she was four so she knew what had happened and that's a and, sad story oh my oh, god it's that's a, a terrible story sad story and so she really just wanted to be part of their family and so she, she took her friendship and her she did love him as a friend and she accepted his proposal when she never should have but someone yeah. needed to have and it's hard and and her guardian had just died and she was alone again and she didn't want to be alone but at some point the, both the king and queen saw this and didn't say anything to yeah. her they like tried to kind of push Rafe in the direction of like no this engagement's not the best you know don't yeah don't you think you should maybe think about moving on she's still not in heat she doesn't really love you and he wasn't listening to them and that's problematic but like, at least the wife the queen should have sat down with her and been like we love you you're you're like family to us but you're not going to be our daughter-in-law we can see that you don't love him love him yeah which she didn't okay it's okay that's, that's okay. what she just needed to know that it was okay because her biggest thing was belonging to somebody or to a family of something being abandoned at so young you know and then like yeah. understanding the story like this her mom chose her dad over her because that was her dad right yes or, yeah yes and he he didn't want her he's he didn't, a drug dealer he's a drug dealer he didn't like having an infant around he was like he's like he made her choose and she did they got rid of it got rid of her kid yeah oh so heartbreaking it was so heartbreaking yeah i know that took a turn because at first like when you heard the story when you first get introduced and you learn a little bit about her in the beginning she said that she would like her parents knew that she would be safe being dropped off near that stretch of the highway because there's wolf springs so she would be taken care of they would take care of this pup and they did they raised her and she's very well raised and a good person and knows how to do all of her like pioneer shit you know so i think she had that piece of her where it was like they had good intentions but then you learn about the actual story later on <laughs> and then you're like wait a minute what the what fuck? really yeah, yeah so that totally sucked it did also in the beginning and it comes up a bit at the end but even rafe was like i agree with you that i think he had love for her but I also think he was making up a relationship in his head that didn't exist because he didn't like the things she did he didn't like her YouTube channel he didn't like that she wore her dresses that she made by hand he didn't like that she talked about weird historical things instead of mingling at the fancy dinners that he took her to Mm -hmm. he didn't like that she (laughs) you know he didn't like anything no neither one of them liked anything that she did and I was like 
like, so, you know, it was evident from the beginning that this was not going to be a good relationship because even as they're talking on the, the way up to meet the, before the Viking even shows up, he's like putting down her food. She wants to make a new recipe and he's like, or she's like, maybe I could make it for the wedding. And he's like, no, we have caterers. You're not going to home cook. You're not going to cook on our wedding day. Yeah. Now, truly, even a small wedding, it, it would be hard for the bride to have time to cook for it. But I mean, <laughs> that's true. You were the bride at Emily's wedding and you had to make her cupcakes. And that was, was a lot to do. And yes, cake. Yes. So. <laughs> so, but still, I mean, he just put her down so quickly and it, it, she needed to never have been with Wraith as that. And so. Yeah. And then he was so mean. He was. I just, they all keep saying that they understand how faded mates work. But then when it happened, they were like, how dare you? It was weird because, I mean, I could understand completely. He was so hurt by the whole thing. He He was hurt. But if they understand the faded mates thing and they know that that's how wolves are supposed to be, apparently everybody but Chloe, because she didn't know very much about it. It just didn't seem like it. But even like the rest of the town was abandoning her. And there she was again. And nobody would step up and help. I was Everybody was just more mad than... Than saying, hey, this is how it's supposed to be. The only person was the fucking doctor. Yeah. The, the doctor was the only one that was like, hey, this is what it meant to be. This is your me. This is what's yep. going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, and then the, for the period of time in the middle when Fenris sucked too, I was like, God damn this. <laughs> this is awful. We did not. It was really hard because I was like, I don't know how she's handling this because I would be so fucking pissed to be taken away from modern electricity and wanting water. I mean, she was. And fucking showers. I wouldn't be okay with that at all. And then yeah. communal living. <laughs> oh, yeah. His family slept in a pile on top of each other, <laughs> you know, like dogs. Well, in their wolf form. In, in their, their human I know. form. Yes, in just... their wolf form. But, but even still... so, they slept, they all slept in one giant room as, as people. They all sleep yeah. in that house. <laughs> they, they bathe together as a family unit. Yeah. They have one toilet. And it's really a just a hole in the ground. Royal family. This is what the royal family gets Ugh. to live as. Because Fenris was, he was the king He's of that. King. He's king. That flock of It was hard. Wolves. But it's still a fun book. Like, I did enjoy a lot of pieces of it. But at, there were moments where I was like, oh, I am not okay. <laughs> I'm not happy with what's happening. I would be so pissed. But she, she handles it well. And I think because we get enough of that in the beginning, all, her pioneer woman stuff that it kind of sets the tone for like she's gonna be okay in the past yeah she's not like imagine if it instead it had been like a beverly hills yeah like iphone addicted (laughs) shopaholic oh wait that woman pink nail polish maybe oh Uh. what's her face (laughs) imagine if she got taken back mckenzie um yeah I mean, they set it up. I totally missed that foreshadowing. I don't know if it's like something that I, obviously it's something that I'm just like not really good at, but I love the element of surprise and I always have it. I always have it. And you always bring it forward for me because you're (laughs) like, yeah, well, that's why I'm like, oh, (laughs) nice. (laughs) That makes sense. Uh, should we do our uh, kiss and tell? We should. We should do that. Okay. So for our kiss and tell, there's a point in this book. Well, not a point in this book. We've already explained the relationship between Rafe and Chloe. And I mean, they've known each other since they were both four years old. They grew up with each other. He proposed to her after graduation in high school. And so 
they never actually did anything physical because the rules of wolfdom are you're not supposed to have sex. No sex before heat. Until you nope. heat. Right. And it wasn't happening for her because they were not fated. But we're going to go hypothetical here and pretend like they had had sex. So the kiss and tell for this episode is going to be about whether or not we have been in a situation where we had sex with a friend and then thought maybe it turned out to be, you know, not such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> if they ever did have sex, it would have been a bad idea. Yes. Because she did not want him to touch her. <laughs> right. She would shy and, away and make up excuses. And and yeah, that's not right for, it's not. for fiancés. That's not a good place to be fiancé-wise. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, I've made that mistake. I think it's an easy one to make. Friendship does, there is love there that, you know, is important and feels big and can be confusing, especially when you're young, into romantic love. Like, it's hard to parse those when you're young. You're like, yeah, I love that person. Well, right. you're not in love with that person. You love that person, <laughs> but you're not in love. So I've, I've made that mistake where I was like, yeah, this seems like a good thing to do. And you do it. And then you're like, mm, regret. <laughs> Now, (laughs) can I ask you if it only took one time or was it a few times for you to realize that? It was a couple of times, but I was also going through something emotional at the time. So there was a definite element of a a version of self-medicating. Yeah, like fuck it, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was like, I was in a depression. I wasn't happy with anything. You know, I was making some big life changes, life choices that I were hard to make, but I had to make for myself. And I just needed to really ruin everything in my life real good. (laughs) (laughs) Just really fuck it all up so that nothing's great. And then you can really rip that Band-Aid off and make that choice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I went down that path and I was like, oh, this was a bad choice. And then I hated myself real bad for a long time about it. Yeah. Yeah. And did that ruin your guys' friendship? Never talked to him again. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, did. man. I can say that. Yeah. Yes. I yes I have been in that situation um for me it was only once and I mean while we did have sex it was barely barely Mm -hmm. sex I mean it was a couple of minutes of making out maybe five minutes of actual like intercourse but in the middle of it it was him who stopped and Mm -hmm. said I I'm so sorry but I can't I can't do this I look at you like a sister so it was actually reversed for me but I felt the same way too Mm -hmm. it wasn't that like I was just like yeah whatever i'm just gonna do it because it's just whatever i liked him and i loved him as a friend obviously i mean enough for him to penetrate me you know Mm -hmm. and i understood and i wasn't pissed i wasn't sad i wasn't like oh my god i totally just i've embarrassed or anything like that you know because mm-hmm. because i agreed with him i was on yeah. the same boat had he had not stopped though it would have continued i wouldn't have stopped it but he was mm-hmm. the one who actually stopped it for me so i think that was hard 
on our relationship, I think, a little bit afterwards. But and we don't talk much here anymore, but he doesn't live here anymore. I still I still love him. He's still probably one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. And so every once in a while, we're like, like something that one of us puts on Instagram or something like that. But we're not close friends like we used to be. And uh, mm. I considered him one of I mean, besides you four, you know, the four girls, mm-hmm. he was one of my best guy friends in high school. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. that was rough. And it does puts a big damper on friendship i think i think so i think so some can some come back from it i think you see it a lot more in like movies and tv where people just like oh that's fine let's move on and i'm like "Mm." yeah like 90210 or (laughs) yeah they all talk to they're all still friends and i'm like oh that's an interesting dynamic okay yeah and i'm I'm sure there's groups out there that i totally works in friend groups they're, they're just like yeah this is fine it's whatever um, but, no shaming you know, it. No. If it works, it works. It's just we're saying that it didn't work for us. It didn't. But. I mean, mine had exigent circumstances. Like, I don't know that we would have stayed friends anyway. Right. right. I think okay. it's really unlikely anyway. It was from my college era, college and grad school, and I have not retained a single friend from that. Oh. I don't talk to anyone I went to college or grad school with. Mm, okay. I have a couple who I still see on Facebook tangentially, but that's it. Yeah. You know? So I'm not sure that it was directly result of the intercourse that is why we don't talk. I think it's more I just don't. It was fine. I mean, I didn't, I loved college and I loved the people I met in college. But as soon as we all left, it was, that was it. Yeah. No, it's like one of those parts of your life where you open that book and then you turn the page and you're done with it. You just, you're, you don't ever have to, it's one of those, if I ever see those people in the grocery stores, I am going to avoid eye contact type of situation. I would be shocked. I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why are any of you here? Why? Why are you? Yeah, exactly. So, and it was so interesting to me. This is kind of a side, like, this is a story that didn't need to be told, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because (laughs) growing up, my my mom's closest friends and all of her friends are from her college era. And she's Mm -hmm. always said that, like, you make the best friends in college, you make the best friends in college. And I was like, okay, all of my friends are from high school. Yeah. (laughs) Senior year. I mean, we've known, we knew each other yeah, before no, then, know. but you spent a year abroad and you were mm-hmm. always in the higher classes than at least Emily and I. <laughs> well, no, but we knew each other and we, we were did. around. And yeah. Yes. Yes. From senior, but still from high school. It's it not is from, from high school. Like, again, I don't have any of my college friends. Yeah. And then even like my other friends are from, like one of them's from middle school, but we really got back together as friends in high school. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I've got that same thing. I've got a, just, a few. I I think it depends. Everyone's a different person. I think it depends on what you do after. Because like I went away for college and came back. She went away from college and stayed. Mm. So I think that makes sense now, you know, because she's here where the people are. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It'd be different if you stayed where college was. (laughs) Oh, but it's like a mini Colorado. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah all right let's do fun fuck facts yeah let's do that so we have an article today from swell co, and it's called how to make peace with your jealousy it's by reina gattuso and it's from february of 21 so it's really fucking recent <laughs> and now i've read through it i'm not going to try to summarize too much 
about it, but it has some very interesting ideas about jealousy. And one of the key pieces that I took away from it is that too often we are told to just like suppress it or try to make it go away. But there's really something to learn from when you get jealous, like when you have uh, moments of jealousy. And so, but it takes effort and time to learn how to read that and find out really what the underlying issues are. Um, So, you know, it's important not to act out in it, not to target your partner or other people when you're feeling jealous, but to sit back and kind of try to unpack it because there's usually something more underneath and it's not just jealousy. It's usually fear and fear of either losing a partner or being replaced or that you're inadequate Mm -hmm. or equity or fairness of the situation or that your partner spending more time with another person or losing control, fear of losing control. Those kinds of fears are trying to be what jealousy kind of builds on. So learning to understand that and recognizing why you're reacting. Like, do you have a history? Is there something in your history? Did you have an experience once that is a traumatic that's kind of being triggered by this moment and learning how to think through that, unpack it and understand why these feelings are coming up and then you can live with them. They aren't going, you don't have to react to them. Yeah. But it's not like, you don't have to just be embarrassed if you're jealous. There's no like, it's not um, sometimes, well, it's not evolved to be jealous, right? (laughs) It's not, you know, like cool people aren't jealous. Right. (laughs) Right. That's the kind of stupid thing you hear, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever. So this is a really good article. I think it's important. And even if you don't think of yourself as a jealous person, I think maybe the word gets used for too narrow of a reaction. Like it doesn't have to be just jealousy of a potential rival, Mm -hmm. like jealous of not getting your partner's full attention or full 100% of their time or whatever for certain, you know, those are feelings of jealousy too, but they come from something that you're probably, you need to deal with internally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good article. We'll link it. We'll put it up on Friday. But again, that is, it's on swell.damewellness.co and it's called How to Make Peace with Your Jealousy by Reina Gatsuso. Awesome. Yeah, and that stems from both Rafe and, Mm. I mean, you'd already said it, but both Rafe and uh, Fenris Fenris. get super jealous of each other. I mean, just a simple hug and his smell, Rafe's smell on uh, Chloe fucking sent Fenris over the edge and she's like, calm the fuck down, dude. I can hug whoever I want. I loved that she stood up for herself every single time. She was really cool. I liked Chloe a lot. She was a strong, like even with her obvious abandonment issues, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she has those. Yes. But she really did not take Fenris's shit. Yeah, she she held her own. That's not how this is going to be. Women in my time get to decide things and like it's going to be this way. Yep. And he was just like, no, I am mad and I am king. (laughs) You will listen. And I was like, fuck you. (laughs) And then she said the same thing. She's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yep. Yep. So, So okay. Well, let's rate this. Yay. Okay, you ready on three? Are we going to do sex and then book? Okay. Sex and then book. All right. You got it? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Seven. Seven. (laughs) Okay. And six. six. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Chloe a lot in this book. Mm -hmm. I think she embodied really strong woman and strong character. She held her own and she spoke up when she needed to. And 
didn't when she needed to because there was a long period of time there where she was not talking to she fucking did s- silent yep. treatment <laughs> and they yeah during all of their time and sleeping inside of a closet i don't i don't know what that means the bed closet it What's was a bed it's closet? a bed it's so some you'll see some ancient beds and they have they're enclosed so it's like a canopy bed but with with walls too oh it's a bed closet it's like a nook okay but there's a bed in it and it has doors okay but also that was they were the king and queen so they were the only ones that got privacy yeah everyone else just sleeps on the floor <laughs> on top of each other on the floor <laughs> <laughs> around each yeah. other so cool. yeah right on yeah i, I agree uh she was very very strong very cool i even liked you know a lot of her arguments with uh fenris before she got taken back was like she didn't want to be the only black person mm-hmm. you know she didn't want to go to a world that was so un, you know, current, un- modern about that kind of stuff, and and she stood up for herself. About, I mean, in the end, she did, but she also fell in love with. It. She she realized that she had misconstrued her friend love. Yeah. For for Rafe, and she eventually realized how much she did love friend Fen- Fen- Fenris Fenris Fenris. You know, she was pretty badass, and she learned Old Norse without textbooks or writing. Badass. I'm like, oh hell. Yeah, you go girl. <laughs> That's crazy That's hard. So yeah. She was pretty cool. The sex was really steamy. We didn't talk a lot about it. There's quite a bit at the beginning with the the heat sex mm-hmm. and that was like down and dirty like oh yeah you gotta get shit done she got her i mean she was very inexperienced like not just a virgin but like she was she had not even touched herself right before she went into heat because she just didn't have those feelings yeah <laughs> she just because she didn't i don't know that's confusing to it me, could but be something another thing that nobody ever talked to her about exactly that's true yeah. but she did watch porn she tried yeah. to jumpstart her heat by watching porn she but she just didn't feel sexual about it i guess it didn't turn her on yeah but then they also then they went three months with no sex because she wasn't talking to him mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they had sex by the hot springs in a tree and i liked that plot a lot i think i like outdoor sex a lot the more the more we read books with outdoor sex in it the more i'm like yes please oh yeah and then as she got bigger with the belly yes he had to turn her around a lot more and that was fucking hot because i remember how it was to be a pregnant person that wanted to fuck all the time i've never had a sex drive like that ever in my life (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't obviously now but during that time and yeah the from behind is my favorite anyway but when you're pregnant because you sort of don't like you're either on top or you're on mm-hmm. you know it's from you're, you behind. can't be on no you're you can't be on your back because one you're not supposed to lay on your back when you're pregnant no <laughs> why does the human body designed that why way? are women designed so fucked up everything like is so wrong if you you could die right isn't that it is it you die or the I think, baby i think um i think you, I think the you have a potential of it, but you cut off some sort of circulation to the baby. To the baby, yeah. If you sleep on your back while pregnant, yeah. well, that's poor, poor design. We need a better thing. engineer. We do. <laughs> Where, how can we fix this? I need an upgrade. You shouldn't accidentally kill your baby because right. you slept on your back one it's night. It's so weird. Like sometimes I think, fig- did we really evolve from? <laughs> 
is evolution a thing? I believe in it, obviously. But yeah, why haven't well. we? Right. I feel like there should be more things that should have been because fixed there's already. There's no more pressure. I think the thing is there's no evolutionary pressure now. Like we we biohacked our world, yeah. so we don't have pressure to change right. to, or to isolate genes that do a certain thing because that's the best way to continue to live. Yeah. We all just like we just live now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's just easy. We just yep. Anyway, that's another story, and we don't have time for no, that. No, we've crazy. been in very long already in this episode. So, so long. I'll tell you guys about the next book. Yes, let's do that. I'm super excited about this one, actually, because we are going to read Eternal Kiss of Darkness. It's the book two of the Night Huntress Worlds series by Janine Frost, narrated by Tavia Gilbert. We read the first book. Uh, what was that called? Something. First Kiss of Crimson. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. First kiss. I don't know. It was with Denise and Spade and our most favorite ever masturbation shower scene. Oh, first drop of crimson. Okay, sorry. that's it. Okay, that, but I was very. You close. were super close. I was like, I don't know if I remember that, but first yeah. drop of crimson, and it was episode twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. If you guys remember that, or don't remember that book or the episode, listen to the episode, read the book, and then read this one with us because we think it's going to be real good. It's. I liked Spade a lot. This one also had a lot of blue balls, now that I remember it. Yeah, they didn't get it on for a while because they had a mission. Yeah. But he was uh, definitely into it. He made it it up doing himself in the shower while she was sleeping. Oh, my God. I just love that scene so much. But she wasn't really sleeping. She was watching it. And he knew. (laughs) Of course he knew. He did it intentionally with the light on so she would see him. So good with his eyes closed. Oh, my God. Stop it, Spade. Stop. Um, That is such a hot I know. It's so good. So, yeah. Join us for that. (laughs) So, here's to hopefully more hot scenes in uh, Janine Frost's next book, Eternal Kiss of Darkness. Yep. It better be super hot. Well, we like Tavia. We do. She's a really fantastic narrator. Mm -hmm. And we liked this first Janine Frost book. So, or at least I think we did. I know we loved the shower book or the shower scene. So I think we liked the whole book. I think it was fun. I don't remember. It was episode 23. We just recorded episode 83. It was 16 motherfucking We don't remember. (laughs) We don't know anything anymore. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Uh, It's been good. Uh, In... (laughs) We love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. And in the meantime, please reach out and let us know anything you have to say or any books you want us to read. Or if you disagree with us and you want to tell us all about it on Twitter, then <laughs> you can. We don't read Twitter, so that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, if you have a complaint, go to Twitter. <laughs> go to Twitter. <laughs> Only positive things on Instagram. (laughs) Complaints on Twitter. You know how those platforms work. Oh, it's so awesome. (laughs) But you can find us on all the social media at Dirty Books. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can email us directly at dirtybooks at gmail.com. And that is with three H's. And you can visit our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. Uh, If you can go on there and rate, review, subscribe, that would be really great. We would love that from you guys. And thank you, Jim Towson, for your music. We love your shit. It is beautiful. And uh, yeah, so with that, uh, this is Sayla. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Salette. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.